I'm Cody Allen, the president of Advermail. Advermail is a multimedia marketing firm where we teach our clients to build brands and profit from the attention we bring to them. Our method allows our clients to generate income 24-7 for themselves straight from their laptop. We do this by laying out a blueprint for you. This becomes your key to success. There's no tricks, no magic. It's just our experts within the industry constantly sharing our experience and ideas with our clients for growth. Check us out at advermail.com. Of course, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, at Advermail. Or just go ahead and shoot me an email, Cody at Advermail.com for details. Shall we begin? Okay, so this is going to be a cool podcast for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, Conrad Thompson, dude, right out of the gate. Conrad Thompson is on my podcast, the BPPC. He is the definition of just down-to-earth cool dude. Um, For those of you who don't know who Conrad Thompson is, uh, he is the co-host and essentially the creator of a um, a wrestling, like a professional wrestling podcast called Something to Wrestle With. And before you guys um, say anything about professional wrestling, let's just get something out real quick. That podcast that he hosts, uh, Something to Wrestle With Bruce Pritchard, that's the name of it, Something to Wrestle With Bruce Pritchard, um, that podcast gets millions of downloads every month. I think in January they had 2 million, uh, February 3 million, 4 million, something like that. Um, it's literally the favorite podcast of, of people like Will Sasso. Um, there's all kinds of celebrities basically that, that kind of follow this thing, but this, this, this podcast is massive. I cannot tell you how big of a deal, uh, it is to have Conrad on the show. It's so awesome. Um, sports illustrated, uh, in an issue uh, a month or so ago, uh, basically said that it's, it's second. It, it basically was awarded the second best podcast of the year behind. Uh, I want to say, pardon the interruptions, podcast. Uh, so this isn't just second best wrestling podcast of the year. It's the second best sports podcast of the year ac- across essentially all um, niche genres within the sports podcast uh, podcast umbrella. So. Um, Part of the interruption is a is a is a prominent ESPN show, and for them to finish basically second right behind them is a humongous deal, and it kind of shows the impact that they're having um, uh, in, in this in this sports podcast kind of sports entertainment world. Um, it, it's again to say that Conrad is cool is an understatement. He is genuinely one of the nicest guys uh, that I've ever had the pleasure of talking with. You can you can sense it. He's a good old country. You know, he's he's from Alabama, and he's just he's a country boy, man. He's one of the nicest dudes ever. He's insanely successful though so he uh is the creator and owner of a company a mortgage company mortgage back lender company lending company called first family mortgage um if any of you are interested um in basically you know refinancing and and i know that there's he's got um, tons of information they provide tons of services financial services um you can go to one fmc.com but uh first family mortgage that's conrad's baby uh, in addition to that, again, something to wrestle with podcast, but the guy's just everywhere. He, um, uh, is, is he, he was also the co-host of, uh, Ric Flair's podcast uh, a couple months ago, or they did it for like a year and, 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 um, Ric Flair kind of pulled the plug. Um, but this guy's everywhere. This guy's name pops up everywhere now. And again, cool guy, great guy. The fact that he did this podcast, the BPPC podcast, I mean, it just shows you how cool he is. He, there was no reason 
uh, for him. I didn't pay him. I, I nothing. He got nothing out of this. Literally nothing. He is just a cool, cool guy. Um, and he gave me 15 minutes of his time. And, and ha- had I wanted to go longer, he probably would have gone longer. It's just, it, just a great guy. Um, so I'm really, really excited. And in the podcast, you're probably going to hear, uh, I'm, I'm talking really fast. I'm a little nervous and it's not that I'm starstruck. It's just, dude, I've never interviewed a, a celebrity. I don't of any type, uh, A, B, C, D, E, whatever. Uh, I've never interviewed a celebrity. I, I've, I've known a, you know a couple people here and there who've maybe played pro sports, but this was a this was something really really special. And um, so in the podcast, bear with me, bear with me in the interview. I've never I'm not an interviewer. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a broadcast journalist. I'm not a professional. This is just something I do for fun. And he completely was patient. So if if uh, all you new listeners um, hear this and want to beat me over the head because the um, you know, the format was sloppy or I, I seemed to be really kind of haphazardly asking him questions. It goes stuff it. I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan just like you guys are. And just, it was cool to have him on the freaking show. So you guys can stuff it if you got problems with it. Um, other than that, um, I'm going to, the website, our website, the bppc.com. So the BP or the, the B as in boy, ppc.com. Uh, feel free to go there, uh, check it out where you, you know, you can listen to past episodes. The other thing too is, is, um, going forward, if you have any questions or if you, if you hear anything on the show and you want us to address any topics you want to address, feel free to email me. Um, we're, I think right now we're going to be using, uh, the BPPC at gmail.com. Um, just feel free to shoot me an email if there's anything you want to discuss or if anything I sucked at in this podcast, and you want to send me your hate email, go for it. Um, the BPPC, uh, at twitter.com, all that crap. So, Feel free to check us out. Thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, I suspect there's going to be a, a, a few new listeners just because Conrad's a badass and he is bringing him to the show, basically. Um, other than that, after Conrad, uh, there's it's me, my friend Brian and Rob are just shooting the shit and just kind of going off the cuff and talking all craziness. And it's, it's just a fun conversation, as most of our podcasts are. They're just uh, stream of thought, craziness, whatever comes to our head, we're going to spit it out. Not you know We don't really filter much um unless itunes makes us but other than that again um thank you thank you thank you to conrad uh this was awesome uh thanks to rob and brian and without further ado we're going to get into the conrad thompson portion which is about 10 15 minutes long uh in the beginning and then after that there'll be a little bit of music interlude and you'll go right into the brian peter and rob conversation uh, other than that, thank you. Uh, again, thebppc.com is our website. Uh, Twitter is the same handle, thebppc. Um, shoot me an email, thebppc at gmail.com. Um, but anyway, yeah, thanks thanks for listening. Thanks, new listeners. Thanks, Conrad. Thanks, everybody who uh, helps do this thing. So without further ado, again, uh, thank you and good listening. Is the is the is currently the host of the wildly uh, successful um, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Um, it's been identified by Sports Illustrated as uh, or it was given honorable mention, but I mean if we're calling a spade a spade, it was I mean it's essentially second place um, it, for the category of sports podcast, uh, best sports podcast. Uh, you are also the co-host of the Ric Flair show and also Woo Nation. Um, you are also now doing. Uh, what happened when Mondays with uh, former WCW announcer Tony Schiavone, um, and so you're kind of all over the place. And I know that you kind of you joked you're in you're in the mortgage business, but um, you've been doing um, 
crazy stuff in the podcast world. And I don't really want to talk too much about wrestling because that's not you know really what this is about. But I do want to uh, acknowledge the fact that you are just kind of um, dominating in that in that niche uh, kind of a world of uh, wrestling podcasts right now. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, to me and you both, man, it's a happy accident to say the least. Almost two years ago. I was approached by Rick about just sitting in with him for a single podcast on his Woo Nation platform that he did with CBS Radio uh, and Play.it. And then when he decided to go independent with the show, he asked me to help. And then along the way, I became pretty tight with Bruce and uh, I convinced him to, hey, let's try it and let's do a different format. And it caught fire. And now we're trying to recreate that magic with Tony Schiavone on the WCW side. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because <clears throat> you mentioned that uh, you and Rick kind of just were hanging out and he wanted you to sit in. Um, and I think that that's one of the things like, I mean, I've listened to, you know, all your episodes and, and you guys are getting, you know, you're doing huge downloads. January, you had 1.9 million downloads for something to wrestle with alone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, your podcasts are phenomenal, but the, the chemistry uh, between you and Rick, you and Bruce, you and Tony now, um, it's so, it's just very, it's a very um, sincere chemistry. And I think that, um, had it originated, you know, if, if I feel like had Rick or uh, Bruce gone out on some sort of headhunting venture just looking for a co-host, uh, it, it might not have done as well. I mean, the, the chemistry you guys have and, and the organic growth of these shows, I think it's just super apparent. And it's just such a thrill. And you guys, I mean, seriously, listening to you guys, it's just so mellow. It's like they say molasses. You guys got molasses in your It's just it's smooth. It's smooth. It flows. Um, it's just fantastic. So again, anyway, congratulations, and um, I hope that you guys have plenty of topics to talk for for you know a couple of years now. Yeah, that's the goal, man. We're trying to be very conscious about uh, to use a wrestling term, not hot shotting the whole thing. You know, right. we don't want to do you know Stone Cold's whole run in one show and The Rock's whole run in another show and all the Vince McMahon stories in another show. Six weeks in, we're out of stuff to talk about. So. Right. We go very, very specific and break it down a lot of times week by week and cover, you know, a couple of months, a couple of years, something like that per show. And our show length can go a little longer than most would probably be accustomed to in the wrestling genre. But our fans seem to be digging it. So we're going to keep doing it. And uh, a lot of that chemistry you talk about is just because in real life, you know, nobody paired us off and said, hey, you guys do a podcast together, as you suggested. Right. Rick and I were friends for years before, and Bruce and I were really, really tight for about a year. Yeah. Uh, and I've always been friendly with Tony, but I haven't really known Tony. But Tony is a professional broadcaster, so Tony has a leg up on most, you know, fan-situated podcasts just because he is a, a real pro. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's funny. So, like, I, I guess uh, – I don't know. So this is your third podcast now, and I'm not trying to. Um, I, you don't have to reveal it. It's I don't know who's going to even listen to this. That would be <laughs> you'd be at risk of losing. Sure, know. go ahead. But yeah, um, are you? It's it's interesting. Are you guys like because you're growing and growing? This is your third podcast now, and like you know, Jericho did the. You know, he he started that little like Jericho net. Well, not little, but the Jericho network. Are you? I know you're with MLW, um, but like I mean, is sky the limit for you? Are you are you kind of just what's the strategy? The plan is definitely for us to branch out and do more. Uh, I do think there's an opportunity for us to do a second show. I think that there's an appetite there, and I think uh, that you will see something like that in the future. Uh, and our first kind of proof of concept you know, was the Bruce Show and now with the spinoff of the Tony Schiavone Show. So 
Uh, we're really happy with MLW. MLW is essentially like being independent, uh, actually, just because court lets you do what you want to do. And uh, he he makes sure that um, the shows are delivered everywhere and you're, you're presented well and you're able to hire your own sales team. You know, not that that's necessarily anything that anybody listening to this cares about, but yeah, the plan is for us to certainly try to grow this thing and see what all we can do. We feel like we've hit on a good niche here and we've got a lot of elements that other podcasts are trying to imitate a little bit. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but you see folks doing polls on Twitter now and you see more and more people wanting to talk about stuff that happened way back. Right. Uh, Bruce and I just decided we wanted to be different. You know, how many times can we hear someone say, oh, guys need to slow down. Oh, wrestling's not what it used to be. Oh, nobody sells anything anymore. Right. Oh, why don't they just turn Roman heel? You know, there's so many of that, so much of that stuff that uh, you just kind of get lost in it. And you so do. we wanted to just focus on one particular topic. And the inspiration for that was, uh, kayfabe commentaries timeline series which i think is just phenomenal and the best work that's ever happened in a shoot interview but there's just not enough of them and uh now with this we get to really carry it through with someone who was there week by week every single week for a few hours at a time and i think it's something that would work for ecw or awa or tna or ring of honor or florida or memphis Sure. Or mid south, where you know, wherever you want. I think that there is an option to do this. Unfortunately, I can't do ten podcasts a week. Right. I do have a real life, but you know, if we could put together the right people, I think there's certainly an appetite for this format now. Right, definitely. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, I, I, you know, me personally, like, I've always, um, uh, I'm always interested in uh, the business component. That's actually one of the things that I liked um, through the years about Eric Bischoff was that he would kind of introduce um, uh, like a little bit of the business perspective, you know, uh, dollars and cents, what, you know, what some of the numbers and statistics were doing and stuff. Um, but it's funny, just looking from a, like a higher level, um, the podcast world in general, uh, before you and Bruce came along, um, I don't know if you feel the same way at all, but it was getting to the point where, yeah, I mean, you were starting to hear the same stories, a lot of the same stories. And it's not that it was bad and you respect the guys and it's great listening to your heroes talk and all that stuff. But um, I feel like you guys, not only is it a quality, quality podcast, it's like you guys came in with this unique angle. Uh, per, it's this wonderful approach. You dive deep. Um, and it was right at the right time where I think I think Stone Cold, uh, Jr., all those guys have been kind of podcasting pretty strong now for a couple of years, and that and that's kind of where it, when it hit mainstream. You know, um, Colt had been going for a while, Cabana, um, but it's like you know two years in, and, and yeah, some of the content started to get a little bit uh, redundant. And you guys came in with this fresh approach, and it's awesome, awesome. But um, what I did want to ask is, uh, you mentioned you have a life, um, you can't do ten shows, and you are, uh, you know, not only are you the co-host of this, just hugely successful podcast with Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. Um, you're essentially writing what I, I mean, I would say it's a script. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's not, it's a, it's a format with, you know, you're basically, you got your outline, you're, you're going kind of, most of the times it's a linear, um, you know, path you're going from, you know, point A to point B, but how do you find the time to do that? And then also run your company? Cause you are the, I want to say owner of first family mortgage, right? That's right. Yeah. I own first family mortgage. How the hell do you do it? Uh, well, I don't have any other hobbies and my girlfriend lives out of town. So on the weekends, you know, I'm with her, but for the most part through the week, uh, if I'm not at the office, I'm working on this at home 
And, uh, you know, I couldn't do this without the Wrestling Observer. The Observer is an incredible online resource that I feel like gets a bad rap. You know, people get caught up on what Dave writes uh, a match at and, you know, is six stars really a thing or (laughs) there's a misspelling here or there. Maybe, you know, his grammar isn't the best in a spot here. Who cares? The dude has been consistently putting out, you know, hundreds of thousands of words per month on professional wrestling for more than 30 years. And now I can just go ahead and uh, click the button and click control F and find the word I want. And uh, then I've got what I need for my, my research. So, you know, I do spend several hours a week researching, but it's not something that is, uh, uh, this this insurmountable task, right. especially if it's just two shows a week. But I do have uh, a couple of folks who have just volunteered out of the kindness of their heart to help me, and they will help compile some of the research, and then I will just try to ha- hit the high points and figure out what I think might be uh, the best talking point. But you do have it down when you say that, hey, it's kind of a script. Uh, it's more of a script than you may imagine right. because a lot of times – you know, if you're going through that much detail, you can't help but just read it off. Mm-hmm. So you try to make it sound like you're not reading it, but I'm reading it. And that's apparent sometimes when I mispronounce a word here or there. But that's going to happen if you're pretty much reading nonstop for three hours. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, so far, um, you know, like I said, you guys, the delivery for the most part is just flawless. It's uh, it's it's truly next-level stuff. And then, again, the chemistry with you guys is just fantastic. Um, and then just so you know, so, like, uh, yeah, the people who listen to my podcast, they're – I think I mentioned to you just, you know, in uh, just a, a message on Twitter or whatever. Um, I, I mostly do this just for friends, family. I never was big into the um, social media thing. So I, a couple, like a year ago, I had the idea to start a little podcast and just people could, you know, my friends and family um, through the years who kind of have grown apart from can listen to this and just be like, oh, that's what Peter's up to. So my friends do it. Um, it's I, I do a lot of this too for my daughter, um, but they're not really familiar, most of the people that I do the podcast with with wrestling at all <laughs> so uh but what i do know that they're familiar with is uh most people know the name rick flair and i'm not trying to name drop and get you pigeonholed here to where you think i'm trying to get you to sure come on and talk about it um but you and rick flair kind of have uh, uh a great relationship it seems i mean it's not like i'm on the in the know or whatever um but do you have any little quick funny story like a quick funny story that um i could uh bug you to kind of to give us by any chance, like any, any nights out drinking where anything crazy happened? Well, that happens every time you're hanging out with Rick and there's (laughs) a thousand of those, but one of my favorites, uh, for sure is, uh, at SummerSlam in LA, maybe three years ago, Okay, we were uh, hanging out and I came out on a Thursday, I guess he'd been there since Tuesday. I came out on a Friday. He came out on a Tuesday. I come out on a Friday We hung out Friday and Saturday, and then, of course, Sunday was WrestleMania. Uh, I went to Raw on Monday and then came on back. But one of those nights before the show started, we're hanging out, and uh, we decided to leave the hotel and go to this uh, Asian restaurant that he had been told about, which was like 18 blocks down the road. And we had already been doing some 12-ounce curls, so we thought (laughs) it might be better to go ahead and get a cab rather than hoof at 18 blocks. Right. So we do. And lo and behold, the guy uh, passes the place. Uh, Rick gets upset that he passed the place and asks him to turn the meter off since he's clearly 
you know, going the wrong wrong way now. Right. Some words are exchanged. We go the wrong way down a one way. Hilarity ensues. Uh, in the end, there was lots of physical threats of violence back and forth from both the front seat and the back seat, and we are unceremoniously uh, ejected from the cab. And uh, the cab ride from hell is my favorite <laughs> Ric Flair story. Your sure. own. That's awesome. So, so basically, Conrad Thompson and Ric Flair wandering the streets of L.A. having just been chucked out of a taxi. Yes. Now, luckily for us, we were right where we needed to be, oh. and we decided afterwards we're not going to mess with this. We'll just walk back. That's so we awesome. Did. That's so cool. Well, Conrad, um, I, I like I said, I want to honor this uh, time commitment. But I, seriously, I I can't thank you enough. Like I, I mean, I've never had a celebrity of any type um, on my uh, podcast. Man, I'm I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not a celebrity. Damn I it, appreciate Conrad, that, but... you are you are you are a GD celebrity, and you know it, and you know it, dude. I mean, look, celebrity or people who uh, just every day, you know, uh, Joe John Smith don't get 1.9 million downloads, and it's not all Bruce Pritchard. You and Bruce are a team and uh you're definitely I, it's funny i'm telling you i, I kind of was joking i'm like six months from now you're going to be too popular to do and you're six you're six months away from not re- being able to respond to people on twitter because <laughs> you're going to be too damn big and so uh it's just the way it is and, and honestly you are the you're one of the coolest guys on on twitter you're 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 super interactive with all of your fans you're so gracious um and and it's funny because i feel like uh Every podcast, you go out of your way to mention anybody that, that contributed, you know, content, um, uh, a- anything, insight, anything, and uh, you're just a super uh, solid guy. And I and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it for a little guy from California who has a little podcast for his friends and family. For you to take the time to get on Skype, I mean, it's just unreal. And and I can't I can't thank you enough. And this is something I'll remember for forever. Well, man, that's uh, that's humbling. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm just like everybody else listening to this. I'm just a regular person, just a fan. I guess not everybody listening to this is a wrestling fan, but I just grew up a big wrestling fan, and this is a fun hobby for me, and it's grown into something that turns out it might actually be a business, and sure. maybe we actually have something that we're good at. And that is, you know, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's and right. The, I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and it doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun, and I'm hoping that we get to keep doing it for a long, long time. And, and I appreciate your support, and... Uh, I'm going to continue to recognize anybody who helps the show and supports the show and try to answer everybody on Twitter because I'm just a regular dude, man, and I'm fortunate to be in this situation. Well, I appreciate it, Conrad, and thank you so much. Have a fantastic weekend, and uh, again, thank you a million. Uh, This has been, just like I said, just an awesome treat, so I appreciate it, man. Thank you, sir. All right. You too. Swinging swole lecture, closing Microphone down the sector, space. supreme neck protector. Microphone checker. Wow. All right. So, Brian and Robert. New guest alert. Um, Rob Valdez. Robert is Valdez. On, is on the podcast. The dude with no middle name. Hey, guys. <laughs> Wait, Robert, put that a little closer. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, Robert Valdez, longtime friend, first time guest. Um, he's on the show today, dude. There's lots. Of, there's a lot of stories we could tell, but a lot of the stories. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Dude, know. you can say anything you want, dude. After after that last episode when Tim was talking about like freaking a guy, his friend raping all of his other friends. Oh. I think 
I think that. No, but, but yeah, Tim just doesn't care, but Robert might care. So I don't know. No, let's get into it. What you got? <laughs> yeah, what do you got? <laughs> do you care what I say, Robert? Do you care? Brian, put the mic here. Do you care what I say, Robert? Like, like uh, go ahead. <laughs> All right. And, and remember, I can edit anything All right. out. All right. So after the fact, I can. And edit plus, them. I have I have video of this. Okay. Oh, go. So I I, 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 I don't what? know I don't know if I've shown Peter, but Robert Robert will remember this. All right. So we're at, yeah, so we're at boss's uh I don't know a house I don't know if it's a house but you know the one over by Vaca High yeah and I don't know me and him are doing something outside and Robert's in boss's room on the computer you know so I'm like what's Robert doing so I go in there wait hold on one second if don't breathe into the mic if you're not talking okay. that's the only thing I can say no no you're fine Brian oh. me and Robert so, so I <laughs> move away so so I go in boss's room and Robert's on the computer. And I'm hearing, uh, you know, some girls screaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you Just know, usual. you know, that kind of screaming. So, I, you know, I'm like, crap, let me get my phone out. And I start video recording it. And I get up real close behind Robert. He's just sitting there, you know, just watching. He's not doing nothing else besides watching. And, you know, he turns around. He's like, you dick. <laughs> Dude, it was the like, I have it on video. I play it right now, but I don't know if it'd be clear. Uh-huh. But, dude, you remember that, Robert? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 I caught him watching porn in Boston. Oh, uh, you know what? It's funny. I, I uh, now that you say that, I remember that, and I remember seeing the video. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't there, but yeah, I remember you showing me the video where, yeah, it, he was in there. It was like a kid, like when you're a kid and your mom catches you playing at night when you shouldn't. Like yeah. you're, you're up at night playing with your like, you like your tinker toys, <laughs> and your mom just walks in like, what are you doing in there? Well, in this case, it was <laughs> Rob was watching some dude just rail some chick on the internet, <laughs> and he was watch- He was like, "If I remember correctly, in the video, oh, you were in yeah. your like your work clothes, just like sitting there, maybe yeah. not." <laughs> yeah, normal clothes, dude. Normal clothes, just watching. Yeah, just having your lunch. Having you had a sandwich. And he says, "You dick." <laughs> so appropriate. Well, first of all, in my defense, this was before the whole smartphone, so yeah. that was only how I could watch porn. I had to go watch it on a friend's computer. <laughs> Yeah, t- um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, a buddy of mine was saying that. Um, you remember Riaz Ali? Yeah, dude, he was like, uh, he was my best friend when we were younger. So. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, you gotta tell that story about like how how he would ask to spend the night or how you guys would ask to spend the night later. Oh, but, dude. Well, hold, hold on, but, but Riaz, but uh, a buddy of mine uh, ran into Riaz driving around town, and mm-hmm. I guess he was in his truck. And this was recent, like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I guess Riaz had like uh, his stereo blaring. And uh, he was listening to porn, and so like uh, he was watching porn, and like the sa- just driving around watching porn, and the yeah. sound coming out was like that. It, it was it was like it was just like his music that like his radio was on, but it was porn. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, tell that story, Brian. I want to hear that. Oh, the one. Oh, well, when we were uh, when we were younger, I don't know, like 12, 10, 10 years old. We I think this is the story. I'm not sure, but we'd. Uh, I'm not sure. It was how you asked your dad. Yeah. Right, so we get we get like a we get a piece of paper. Or something, and we'd write on it like, "Hey, can can Riyal spend the night or something?" And we'd throw it in the room. <laughs> yeah, you. The way you told me is like, yeah, you'd get at the top of the stairs, and yeah. your dad would be downstairs on the computer, and you you'd write, "Can can Riyal spend the night?" Check yes, check no. Yeah. And you crumple it up and throw it down the stairs, and your dad would see it, yeah. and he'd look over at it, and like if he returned it to you or whatever, or like whatever, it would it would be like either yes or no. But uh, dude, me and me and like me and Riyal, we got in so much trouble. Dude. Yeah. But, one t- dude, I want to tell you one, one story. Um. We were, I don't know where we were. Well, there's a couple stories <laughs> with his neighbors, obviously. But um, <clears throat> one time we were, this dude, he lived next to Riaz, and he had a nice black truck with chrome caps. So 
we pretend we would just ride our bikes and just fall off our bikes right in front of the car mm-hmm. and take the chrome caps. Oh, dude, that was big back in the day. And collecting then, chrome caps for what? We didn't even yeah, have a car. No, 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 I know, right? <laughs> it was just trying. You, did you ever do that, Rob? No, I did not. You never did the chrome caps? Never did the chrome caps. Oh, I, my, I that was admit. That was a big thing. Yeah, I remember Derek Mangus and I used to walk around the Walmart parking lot looking for chrome caps and we'd like bend over and take it. But it's like, what were we taking them for? I know, right? I mean, we didn't have a car. And there's one time we, um, <laughs> it was so stupid. We saw, we saw MacGyver. We put his other neighbor. We put like rocks in their tailpipe. Oh my! God. <laughs> like it would do something. It, like and it would shoot caught, out, dude. We got caught, dude. He started yelling at us. Do you remember that time we were at uh, the San Jose Earthquakes game and Rob slapped your sister? <laughs> oh you no! Wasn't yeah, yeah. I remember Wait, that. what? You don't remember that? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hit her hard. No, 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 no. But it was what? It still it was no, I, like, <laughs> dude. We were. It was. Um, it was uh, the three of us, and mm-hmm. then it was uh, Brian, your sister, and then I My think cousin. your cousin, yeah. Tiffany, right? Yeah. Who's still uh, she was friends with Natalie. But yeah, you don't remember that? I don't remember that. They were like talking in the back seat or something. And I, I think I was in the front with Brian. I might have been driving. And I all of a sudden, I just hear this little like, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck was that? And yeah, and I was like, and I guess you slapped. I remember thinking about it though, and I was like, what the hell just happened? But you don't remember that? I do not remember that. Block that out of your yeah, mind. I remember that. It wasn't, it wasn't like a hard time, but it was just like, you no, know, it was play, playful. Why did I do that in the first place? Who knows? Robert, you were back in the early, t- when you were in the early 20s, you were, you were, um. He would make fun of my, you'd make fun of my sandals. Yeah. Like, why are you wearing sandals? I still make fun of your sandals. Like, this is California. <laughs> so anyway, what's new? What's the status? Are you married? Uh, no, not yet. Is not yet. Are you getting married? You getting married? Well, I gotta still gotta propose first. Oh, okay. I, t- I told uh, but Robert. Again, I gotta try to find a ring that I told, won't I told break Robert my bank account. The situation I had, and I told him to think twice. About, what about the Sandra thing? Oh, dude, I got so many. F- oh, like I told him. Are we saying that name just because she listens to this? She won't listen to it. Just because uh, you know. I'm gonna get her to listen to it just because you said. Right. No, I'm just kidding. I'll edit her name out. Just anyway. because you've known someone for, I've known her for like 12 years. Going on a trip with them, they the way they treat you, dude. So Brian went. So one Brian has for his whole life wanted to go to Europe. He lo- Western Europe specifically, like the the main ones, um, Paris, Germany, um, all that. Stuff. But anyway, so um, it, once in a lifetime time trip planned. He's he's gonna do it. First time he's ever left the country. Got a passport. All excited. Um, not only that, he sets a uh, trip with his um, very, very good, like lifelong one of his girl, like friends that are a girl that he's very close with. Um, expectations were that they'd go have a good time, all that good stuff. And dude, it was completely opposite. I, I won't get into the details, but it was completely opposite. But but I do want to get into something more topical. Marriage. Where's your what's your stance on that, Rob? So I'm curious. So are you? Is this it for you? You think you're, this is gonna be a lifer? You're gonna marry this chick, and you're gonna do, you're gonna do you're gonna just you're ready to do this? I do. I think after this, after what's it been like? Yeah, how long? A year and a half now. You know. I don't know if that's I, long enough, dude. So wait, you've been how, so you guys have been dating for a year and a half. A year and a half consecutively. Consecutively. Uh, uh, was uh, there? Uh, well, no, there was a little hiccup, but it was like a four-day hiccup that we oh, were yeah, able yeah, to get right. over. So consecutive. Yeah, and yeah, it was like yeah, you know good. six months into a relationship, and ever since then we've we've been really good. It's just, and the reason I'm asking you that is because, like, this whole marriage, like, I'm married, but man, dude, it's like over the past five, six, seven years, um, I don't know, dude. I grew up, my parents were married forever, never got a divorce. And so I just kind of, like, assumed, like, marriage was that you get married and it's easy. Yeah. Man, dude, I know so many people and all this crap that it's just been crazy. That's why I'm getting your take on it because my eyes have, like, it's just <laughs> at seeing the crap I've seen it's and, different. like, relationships fall apart. Yeah. And, 
in your situation. And plus, when you introduce a kid into it, it just makes it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But I was like, I was even talking to you, Peter, about this. Um, it's like, all right, when you see a friend and two, you say you see two friends, all right, and one of them's not being very nice to the other friend, and you mm-hmm. notice it, you're gonna tell your friend, hey, what's up? Why is this person treating you like that? But when someone's treating you bad. You don't assume right. you don't treat yourself like you treat your friends. Right. It's like you got to be your own best friend. You got to you have to you deserve people to be nice to you. You know, it's like, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't you can't just ignore it. You got because if you ignore it, you're just going to be dealing with that the rest of your life. And yep. especially if you marry the person, yeah. it's like you got to basically you got to you have to be your own best friend. You got to treat yourself with respect and not if someone's being mean to you, you got to be like, hey, you know, I, I'm not taking this because. You know, we're gonna be together forever. It's yeah, because it's just because you tell your friend like if if something was someone was being mean to you, Peter, I'd be like, hey, Peter, you know. Yeah, what the so, hell's the deal? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like. Well, that's it, the thing. It's like right now these days, uh, I don't know, man. I I've been like, uh, man, past dude, it's been a couple weeks, four, three, four weeks now, but I've been on this like internal rant just where I'm like in my head, I'm like, what the heck? Because there's just so much stuff that I'm observing that it's like you look at it and you don't know if it's. Uh, if you're looking at it and saying, okay, well, this person seems to be like making a decision that's probably not the best decision. And then, but you, and you want to say something, but you're just <laughs> like, eh, it's probably not my place. But then at the end of the day, you're like, well, should I risk saying something and this person hating me at, or, or should this person be able to do what they want to do? And then they pay for it the next 50 years of their yeah. life. But, but I don't know, man. I'm just like, I don't know. I think I'm just a little bit. But it's, it's, it's tough because you care about the person. You want them to be happy, and if they make the choice that makes them happy, you gotta be happy for them. You know, you can't, you can't be like, hey, you can't like poison their mind, yeah. making changing their opinion if they don't want to. Yeah, it's just like if they're happy, and then you gotta be happy they're happy. You know. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all that matters. So when, so when are you guys looking to get hitched? I don't know. I've actually been wanting to go look at rings and kind of get an idea. <laughs> it's like with that being said, and that and t- that that guilt trip being thrown. No, I'm just kidding. We're j- and I'm actually not talking to me about about your situation right now, but because uh, you've been asking me, my thing that is shocking, like, dude. So you've been together a year and a half, but you've been asking me for like a year, like how much do rings cost? Where do you get rings? Yeah, but I was like, Damn. they're expensive though. That's but that thing. would mean six months in, you were talking about that crap. Yeah, and I still feel that way too. No, that's so. good. That's good. Did, did I'm just saying, like, that's. I guess when you know, you know. Did you know in Europe, a lot of European countries, like they don't wear rings. No, they wear rings. They just don't spend a buttload of money on them. Uh, like, it's a waste of money. Do you yeah. know how much, dude? My list, this ring that I got right here, yeah. is probably 150. I specifically went to the jeweler that, and yeah, these rings are expensive, but mine. I specifically went in there. I was like, I want something that I don't feel. I want it to be thin. I don't. I want. It's just it, all it is is chrome or something like that. Yeah. I was whatever. disappointed in your choice of color. What color? The chrome. Who me? Yeah. Why? Oh well, first gold is the worst color. Oh yeah, I've never Chrome's get gold. Is the second worst. What are you talking about? She got black. Hell no, dude. Are you <laughs> dude, out of your black mind? Black is the Do best. Do you realize Shut how the hell up. that? Shut up. That's okay. what I want. I want a black or oh, gunmetal gray. Welcome. Okay. Okay, you guys. What? All right. Uh, I'm gonna put just like I'm gonna put suckers on your forehead because oh. you guys are just. Oh, hey, you Peter, are victim you- uh, to a fad. No, that, you are. Dude, I'm, no, it's because I don't oh, like. I don't, no, 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 listen, listen. Black? The, re- the reason why is because I don't like the color gold at all. Okay. No matter what it's on, silver is okay. But there I don't is know, a word called there. There is a word, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Robert, word help to me out here. No, hold on. I'm gonna say this word. I need to my you. Two, partner. I'm gonna throw two words out here right now. Number one word, fad. Two words. Wait, did you say f- 
fad. F A D. Two second word. Timeless. Timeless. What do you, mean? you need something that is timeless that stands the test of time. That 70, 80 years from now, it still f- fits in. So you those black <laughs> rings, those dark carbon fiber black rings, are such a fad, dude. Like those are gonna be. We're gonna. Oh, oh, let, let me just say this. Let me say this. Robert, help me out here. Tribal okay. band tattoos. Oh, okay. f that, dude. You know That's exactly okay because what this is. Tribal I'll get my hundred fifty dollar ring, and then in ten years, I'll get another hundred fifty dollar ring. Dude, tribal That's band the tattoos of it were one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, but you won't have tribal the tattoos were worse when they first like tribal tattoos bad. are they were, black they were, wedding rings no i don't think it's that far black no, wedding rings no. tribal tattoos no i think same I think black thing black wedding rings are sleeves sleeves are still a fad it, so you're gonna regret a sleeve a sleeve like they look cool now but when everybody when <laughs> all the people when everybody has them or something new comes out people where are you at do you have any tattoos rob i don't i don't have any tattoos actually. are you gonna get a are you gonna get a black ring I don't know yet, actually. Robert, grow some I, balls. I, I do. I do want a black. I thing, want you to I put like into your head gray. that it is so, dude. I cannot believe that I, this is where I start feeling like I'm going crazy. D- again, fad is and it, timeless. You hat, need something timeless. Is that hat too tight on your head? You need something timeless. And black rings, all those dark rings are going to be, dude. I'm telling you. You want you want to know it's funny? Okay, what other? No, hold on. You want to know it's funny? What? Twenty years from now, thirty years from now, everyone's like, "Do you remember that time where people were getting black rings? Do you know what people used to get married in? Men, powder blue freaking tuxedos. Yeah, my Those dad, my cool. dad wore one. Right, and do you? And at the time, Did at he? the time, yeah. people were like, "Oh, what are you getting a black tuxedo for? You need to get powder blue. Get with the times." Was your dad get a powder blue one? I think he did. Yeah, and you look at it now, and you're like, dude, those dudes were crazy. It reminds me of well, a... Wasn't that the, was that the style back then? That's all I got to say. Well, what's the style right no, but, now? No, but dude, black I Black bands. No, but wedding bands. I think black wedding bands... Dude, is, I'm about to catch, catch on fire. As, I'm, I'm just getting as, so hot right now. It's not as big. Because, okay, when you get to see a blue tuxedo or yep. sky blue or whatever... I'll put the mic to your face it's right not, now. It's not... It's more noticeable than a black I disagree. wedding band on your finger. I disagree. I disagree. And you only wear the tuxedo one time. You wear that freaking wedding ring forever. You don't, Peter, not all guys wear wedding rings. Black wedding rings are horrible. My dad doesn't wear his wedding ring. Does your dad? Nope. What happens if ISIS comes over here and starts chopping dudes' fingers off? Only people with black wedding rings, Why, and they leave. What they leave everybody's fingers. They leave everybody's <laughs> fingers that have Where silver that come from? and, and hey, gold. Hey, Peter. What if? What if you? What if they come over and chop everybody's arms off that has sleeves? Okay, I got because you desecrated much, your body. How, you obviously your looked at. You looked at the prices. How much does one cost, Peter? One cost of what? Like a black wedding band. How much? Would it, oh, they vary. I don't know. Same. Oh, I gotta get some diamonds in my okay. ring though. That's okay. Oh, don't do that. Wait, what'd you say, Robert? Robert, what'd you say? I'm getting anxiety. I need diamonds in my ring. What? Oh, oh my, my god. god! That is just guys don't get diamonds on their rings. <laughs> do you, do Are you a rapper? No, I'm just. I, I just want it to be expensive. You want it to what? No, no, Peter. You do not want it to no, be expensive. You want guys get stuff that's not noticeable. All right, they just get the subtle. Simple. Honestly, actually, I probably subtle. won't even wear my wedding ring. Did no, you see, you'll you'll wear it. Did you'll you see it. maybe that. part of the time, but I can't wear it all the time. Why? Because of work. No, did you oh, see well, they have they count. have uh, rubber ones at my uh, Tiffany's husband Colin? He he has a rubber one. Well, I, yeah, I mean, because hey, well, he's but, a <coughs> he's an electrician, so. I mean, you know, with oh. those side note, Peter, I want to know what makes a marriage so hard. Oh so God. hard? Yeah. Oh my, Robert. Wait, wait, you, what, what do you mean? Like, you, what makes, like, what, what is it that you talked you, about? You see people talking. No, yeah, I'm not saying it, dude. I'm not fails. saying, dude. Just seeing it outside, I know a lot. It's just you have to, you have to, you can't think about yourself no more. You can't say, I'm just gonna go to the store. I'm gonna go to the movies. Right. You have to tell them. 
you well, have yeah, to start, it's, yeah. it's a te- yeah, you're definitely a team in everything. Um, every single decision that you make, there's two people involved. It goes both ways. To, I mean, for sure. Now, now, you know, if you introduce kids into it, it's more complex. But um, I think it's one of the things is, is like um, I've well, I mean, I've personally seen. Um, well, I get I get. OK, let me let me just say this real quick. And I'm not ta- the best right, at it here. Talk talk about you wanting to make some decisions like tough, not like tough, tough decisions. Right. And Natalie not like wants the opposite Uh uh-huh and how you guys dealt with that because that's what he's dealing with yeah uh dude yeah i mean obviously that's the big one right compromise and i mean obviously i mean there are times definitely where you just agree to disagree there are times where you compromise and you know next thing you know good you know whatever you move on um there are times where unfortunately grudges are held where you know you begrudgingly do something you're like fine i'll just do it because you want to um but like overall it's like at the end of the day and natalie will tell you i'm not the best at it like i i'm i'm like so stubborn sometimes um but yeah dude compromise is legit man you have to compromise like if you don't compromise like you're in your you and your your uh fiance are, are you guys like, like can i call her fiance i guess mm, or yeah, girlfriend whatever <laughs> so um yeah because that was that right there that is a like robert he has that's what he's dealing with right now like there's some stuff that he i don't he if he could tell you if he wants to no nah, I'm not. but he's uh him, but. he's he's dealing with some stuff that like he doesn't want to do, but she, she's not pushing at all, and I think it's not fair. To Wait, him. that stuff that you want to do? Well, that he wants. That stuff that he wants that is. But talking to the side of the microphone, remember stuff that he wants that's legitimately like reasonable, and yeah. it's not fair to him. That's what I'm just saying. And he could tell you if he wants to, but it's just like <laughs> Brian's just like sitting two feet away. Yeah, he's like calling you out, but don't. No, don't no, I mean, but, don't but, but I mean, <laughs> I care about I care about Robert, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like it's it, and he talks about it, and it's like. You know, it's like it's not fair if like if she won't compromise for him, but he'll do it for her. It's like yeah, uh, that that is a tricky one. Um, it's like, uh, like I think that 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 and that actually it's funny like the whole compromise even if it's uh it's not what you or like she won't like she expects you to compromise for her when she wants it but not the other way. It's funny because that goes that's not even just that. I mean that's like with friends with uh, coworkers with everything. Um, compromise is a tricky one, man. And like especially think about this, dude. To this day and age, it's like you have your cell phone. You could get on your cell phone, download any app you want. You can have Amazon Prime deliver stuff to your house in two days. We're so conditioned to get anything and everything that we want basically brought to us in one form or fashion, whether it's digitally or physically or whatever, that when the, when the time comes where we have to compromise, we're so ill-equipped as people to handle it. Oh, dude, it's incredible. I mean, like, seriously, look at look – at, and I don't want to get too political. I don't because I'm gonna end up having to edit tons of shit out. Fuck but uh, no, I don't want to. But Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but like my point is, is like, like that's that's what's happening right now, right? Is is like basically you have two ends of the spectrum yeah. who are refusing to compromise. I mean, it's just not gonna happen. And you've got one guy who's in office now, and you have a bunch of people who are trying to make his job as hard as possible because yeah. they are absolutely resistant mm-hmm. and they are completely unwilling to say, okay, he's our president now. Let's just, I mean, he's, I don't like him, but let's just support him and whatever to get through these next four years. Yeah. They're not going to do it. I yeah. mean, there's, that's, that's people that, I mean, that's, that's us today. That's millennials or whatever you want to call it. That's our population when we're, we're so conditioned to getting what we want and we're pampered. And this is the, you know, you know, here you go, sir. Here's your, you know, meal, just like you like it. Here's yeah. your shoes. Here's your haircut. Here's the blah, 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 blah. You expect. Yeah. People perfect. can't handle. It's crazy. It's crazy. This is like showing. And so. Uh, but that goes, like I said, it goes from marriage all the way up to friggin' uh, everything politics. But how's your situation? I mean, I'm not trying to get into into the private, but like, well, are you guys? Are you? Uh, is the compromise thing kind of a touchy subject or? Um, talk in the side of the 
like right into the side of it. No, no, no. Like, um, yep, just like that. Yep. <laughs> it, it's definitely something that's been on the table. We've talked about it for a, for a while now. Um, give me a, give me um, um, like a fictitious scenario. Like, say, like, say, uh, how does how? Okay, let me let me say this. You want to go to yeah? There's touchy things on the corner, so the baby doesn't smash her head oh, into okay. it. Um, say you want to go to Taco Bell. She wants to go to McDonald's. And who is typically? I, I said I almost cheers. Who is typically the one conceding? Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me. It's always me. Are there t- t- Brian, or, me? Like Rob, I don't know. For side. me, I have a Robert. I have a p- pointed up. Yeah, there you go. I have a pretty carefree attitude. I know, Rob, you know? Robert, like I don't. Like I don't worry about things too much. But he's like, oh, there are certain like, things that you know that my other half she. She definitely worries, and if like there's something that she wants, you know, like that's fine. Like I'll rather have go get the food that she wants than it's like because it's like I you'd rather have like, rather be like okay than cause a scene. Yeah, arguing. you know, like I mean, like I said, like I'm not picky most of the time when there's something I want. Like I'll get it. I mean, but carefree yeah. or pushover or because like I get like, but do you end up I'll just think, like not getting anything? I, I don't you want. think of a pushover because we definitely have our arguments, and when there's certain things that <laughs> that we can that we get involved in, like we. <laughs> Definitely talk and sometimes kind of, you know, like argue about. I wouldn't say argue. It's more of like a, a serious discussion. A ser- yeah, but very a very serious discussion. So I definitely stand my ground on certain things, but other things, you know, like for me, I like to choose my battles. So it's like it's like stuff that's not like a big deal, like food, like, like whatever. Like if, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but there's certain things, like certain aspects that, if it's like life changing decisions, like then I'm gonna have like a say. You know, my opinion matters too. What ha- okay, then let me ask you this, Life Jane. What is wrong with the Vacaville area? Because I, I I heard through the grapevine that um, she's like kind of not into Vacaville and is into uh, American <coughs> Canyon. What in the hell is wrong with my good town of Vacaville <laughs> slash Dixon? To me, there's nothing wrong with Vacaville. I love that I'm from Vacaville. I miss being Vacaville. Wait, where are you living? Uh, right now, I'm currently living in American Canyon. Uh, do you live by that Walmart by any chance? No, I do not actually. I live, where do you live? I live in the neighborhood behind the Safeway. Oh man, where's Safeway? Why am I drawing a blank? There's like one street in that city, right? How do you not know? There's only two stores in that town. <laughs> yeah, where's the Safeway at? <laughs> it's as soon as you come into oh, American yeah, Canyon, it. No, right no, no, there. Don't, don't all the ghetto people from Vallejo go to that Walmart robber? Oh uh, no, yes. because that's they actually have a neighborhood Walmart right down the street off oh, of Serena. They? So, like, I think I, from what I've been told, they actually go. All, to that one now dude i was uh i used to work down there and i was leaving so the walmart parking lot is connected to some other buildings and i was driving out of that uh, parking lot and we were stuck at a light and there was this chick in front of me that opened her door uh just like you know propped open her door and just started shoveling trash out of her car what? like wrappers cups just right and there were so many people at the intersection watching this and she was just shoveling crap out of her car like no big deal Closed her car and just freaking went when the light went green. Didn't even think twice about it. Dude. And I was like, yeah, we're stones throw from Vallejo. That makes sense. Are you sure it was American Canyon or Vallejo? No, it was, American, it was right. It was turning left onto 37 or whatever that is, uh, exiting the Walmart parking lot, going towards Vallejo, but at the Walmart. And I'm not saying anything about where you live. I'm just saying it was that person that, you know. They were I mean? probably from Vallejo. Yeah, no, they were. I mean, dude, I'm not trying probably. to get into the, dude, de- the demographics. The, uh, but, mm-hmm. Robert knows, or you probably know, Peter. You know, Okay, when you go to the Kaiser in Vallejo. Yeah, <clears throat> like right on the what is that? My right grandma on, calls it Hotel yeah. Kaiser. And right down the street, there so there's a, I think a Carl's Jr. Uh huh. Dude, there are so many homeless people there. When uh, after when I went with my dad or came home from with my dad from Vallejo, 
<clears throat> we were at the light. And this dude, this homeless dude, was walking, just walking across the crosswalk. You know, it was, it was green for him. He has a cup in his hand. The dude just throws the cup at a windshield and just like. Oh, just, just like. Yeah, just throws it at the window of the car. Yeah. Like, just walks past. It's like, what is the deal with people, dude? Like, yeah. People are crazy, man. It's like, I'm telling you, people are just losing their freaking mind. I, I can't tell you how many times, like, um, Natalie and I were in. Oh, dude, this is the. <laughs> Okay, this is I to this day I Natalie and I firmly believe this lady was trying to commit suicide and kill her baby for real. We were in Lake Tahoe. It was February of 2013, I want to say, and uh, we were on Highway 50, and we were maybe a mile from the casinos. Very very busy part of Tahoe. Very busy part. Uh, it was at night and probably nine at night, and it was raining. Right, you could hardly see the lanes in the line because it had that really wacky reflection where it made it really hard to see the lanes and stuff. Out of absolutely nowhere. And it's, it's four lanes, two lanes each way. We were driving probably 45 miles an hour. I see this, like, flicker in between lights. You know how, like, sometimes if, like, headlights are facing you and something pa- passes in front of them, they kind of, like, flicker? And I don't even know what it was. Just, like, like the sixth sense told me to slow down, and I ultimately slammed on the brakes. There was a lady pushing her, like, this oriental lady, pushing her freaking baby in a stroller across the, uh, the, the road where there was no lights, no stoplights, no walk, whatever. And we missed her probably by like two feet, dude. What? And Natalie was screaming. Cause we thought we, we, we thought we were going to hit her. And, uh, she got over to the side and there happened to be a cop parked right around the corner. We went and told the cop, we're like, dude, that lady is trying to kill her freaking baby. And, uh, the cop looked at us like we had like 20 eyeballs, but whatever. But yeah, <laughs> to this day, I mean, but that's people, right? Just like, yeah. I'm going to push my kid across the street here because I want to ta- save, you know, a minute as opposed to walk to that intersection down the way. So, what, what Rob, you got some – oh, Rob works at the courthouse. No, I don't even remember. I work, Dude, I work inside have you, the – Have uh, you found any – No, 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 but you still work at the courthouse. I used to work in the courthouse. Hey, where where are you at now? That, tell them about that, oh, was that gun you found. Did you, yeah, I want to hear oh, some no, wacky stuff. You want to hear another story yeah, that, yeah. that I just kind of recently found out? Yeah. yeah. So, there, there was this couple that went to divorce court last Friday – and um, I don't I don't know the whole details of the story, but basically they, at a couple hours after that, they were in the same house and the husband ended up stabbing his wife and and she died after. Wait, she, where? When, where did this take place? This was in Fairfield. Was it at the like house? At, 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 at a house. Yeah. Okay. It must have been like maybe their their own house. The husband stabbed the wife. The, the husband stabbed the wife okay. to about a few hours after they had divorce court. Okay. He after he stabs her, he leaves their house and he goes all the way to Napa to his restaurant called Mandarin in Napa, and and that's where he got arrested. What's that? He's like Chinese. Yeah, Chinese food, and that's where he got arrested. That's crazy, dude. Like people are so crazy. Sorry, I was uh getting my phone. All right, wait. So explain that. So the guy, the guy killed his wife. Yeah. Where at his house? No. Yeah, at their house. After he had stabbed her and killed her, he left their house and he went to the restaurant that he owned in Napa. And that's where the police ended up arresting him because, I guess, some family members had called the police asking for a welfare check. The police arrived, and ended up breaking entry in. Found the the wife dead. How did he kill her? Stabbed. Stabbed her, dang. Yeah. Well, what was the motive? Just friggin' hit rage. Yeah, it must have been. Cause I mean, to think about it, like if they had divorce court a few hours before that. Oh I mean, yeah. Look yeah. at that. You, you she probably got all the money. So, the house. so is that is that con- is that considered like second degree since it's rage? It's not like premeditated. Who knows? 
Who knows? It's effed up. Maybe it could be heat of passion. Dude, um, all right, check this out. There, I'm sure you heard about this story. It was in Canada like five or six years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> this dude, he had, this Asian dude, he had like um, psychiatric problems. Mm. And he was on a bus. And um, he, I don't know why he did this because he was crazy, obviously. But he freaking cut this dude's head off. Oh yeah, on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And he started eating. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was like four or five years yeah, ago. You know what? You know what? Just recently, he got let out of prison. Are you? F- yep. What? Yeah, he's out of prison. In five years? Yep, he's out of prison. How? He, that's mental. Yeah. Whatever. He said they said it wasn't his fault because he's. What? Yeah, and he um doesn't have to stay at like a mental house. He can be. He can be um. Hold on one sec. I'm getting a call. Hold on. So anyway, sorry, I had a phone call. We were talking about that guy in Seattle, right, or whatever, that cut that guy's Wait, head off. Oh, no, Canada. Or Canada. Yeah, I heard about that. That's That sucks, man. That guy got out. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, but what other um, – I mean, did you see any – did um, were there any, like, fights, gang fights that broke out or any kind of fights that ever broke out when you were working in the courts? No, not, there wasn't really a whole lot of fights. Over. Uh, we, we were pretty good about – separating you know the different parties and escorting and giving security but was there a lot of like different gangs there uh yeah there was definitely it's a lot more noticeable now now that i've been working inside the jail so you kind of get a you know you kind of get a eye opening when you start seeing certain you get things like, you're like what the fuck yeah but you know at this point at this point now you get kind of used to it because of the type the type of environment you're in you know, you no longer kind of get surprised anymore. Would you get these big yoked up dudes coming in? Sometimes, yeah. But, you know, like regardless of what they've done, you still got to treat them as like a person. And, you know, if, otherwise, if I don't, like it's going to just make my job harder. And I'm not trying to do that. Do they, I mean, they, I can I can think they're like the lowest scum on earth, but it doesn't matter because I still have the job to do. I still have to be objective. And. The last thing I want to do is make my job harder. Do they try to, like, get in your head and, like, try to be your friend and, like, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they probably do. You know, <laughs> they've, they've been trying to do little things here and there. They already know that I'm new, so it's okay. I mean, that's why every time they ask me for something, my answer is going to be no because no be be like no, I don't right? want to say yes to everything and then be that guy that, that gives them everything. I'd rather yeah. be no and then kind of lighten up as I – kind of get to know you know get to you know know your job know my job a lot more and i gain more experience i'd be too nice as a correctional officer i'd be like uh, honestly i'd be kind of like i don't i'd be kind of scared like having to deal with these guys because i mean you're you're bigger than me but i'm like i'm not like oh it'd be hella scary watch this head first he broke his collarbone oh yeah oh for sure dude that dude he's the best player in the nhl wow just watch the watch two hockey players slide head first into the boards dang yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would be a pushover. Cause I've I'd like, I mean, I've watched like, um, like crime show, jail shows, that's, and like they always, it seems like real. they always no. try to, um, they try to, like the people that have been there for a while, they try to get in the new guy's head and oh. try to like get stuff from. The yeah, new but guy. that's you never know if that's all hyped up. Oh but yeah, of course. That's why I like for me, like I just went and take it slow and. Try Wait, so where do you work now, though? Um, actually, I work everywhere. I don't really have a specific position. But like, what, what? No, I don't mean like where, like what. Prison, clay what, but what do you are you working in? Are you working in a prison facility and are you watching prisoners? I guess is my yeah. Point. I'm working well in the jail facility. I'm watching. So you're jail pre inmates. pre conviction basically. These dudes may or may I'm not convicted. go to prison. Um, yeah, but we actually have people as well that you know are sentenced as well, but they don't go to prison because their crimes aren't violent enough. But Pri- can you stay in jail for like two years? 
um, years, multiple well, years. Well, no, you can stay in there for as long as you want, but if you try to promote, you can promote up, or you can try to. No, no, no. I'm talking about con- <coughs> like dudes. Like you, oh, you, you commit a crime because I thought jail was just like while you're like temporary, temporary until you get convicted. It, and you used, go to prison. it used to be like that until they passed Assembly Bill 109, which oh, that's basically, you know, it. It lessened the overcrowding in prison and took a lot. Oh, of that's the, the one it, that just passed. It, I don't know if it just passed. It probably passed about in 2011. So, well, what's the one that just passed where they're gonna let like rapists and murderers off the friggin' uh, believe it's prop fifty seven, whatever, it'll probably, it'll probably something like that. I can't remember exactly, but I did hear about. That. They're gonna, I'm not too familiar with that one just yet. They're gonna let like um um yeah rapists and yeah murderers they don't and, they um they consider the rapists nonviolent felons. Yeah. By the way, it was a Democrat who passed this, so they yeah. wrote it. Wrote it. My bad. Wrote it. Wrote it. Yeah, but it was wrote. It was wrote. It was wrote real bad. It was wrote real bad. So anyway. hey, Robert, tell tell him about that that guy you told me about. He he bakes cakes in the. Oh yeah, that was like my first week in training, and this guy basically baked a cake from. I'm I'm talking about scrap. Like I don't even know how he made it. This guy took chocolate powder. He took like breading from his slices of toast, and I don't even know what else he used. He spent like probably an almost an hour in using the microwave, and and ended up baking a cake. Kind of crazy. It smelled good, but I w- there was no way I was gonna eat that. <laughs> it probably didn't taste good. Prisoner off you cake. Probably razor blades in it. Hey, I don't know. I've I've kind of seen, real I've seen smooth. some things. What, what's I've the seen that I've seen people take. The top ramen and microwave it in the microwave and uh, season it with uh, beef seasoning. Put it in between two slices of uh, bread. Of, of bread, bread and then they'll <laughs> put like a the nacho cheese on it as well, so they can have a cheeseburger. That's how they get their cheeseburgers. So it's bread, cheese, and what? So top it's, ramen. it's top ramen with seasoning. It's top ramen. It's top bread. ramen, bread, and cheese. So it's like the. The Asian cheeseburger. No, it's not even that. It's just some disgusting. <laughs> so you ever see dudes just like freaking, you ever walking down the hall to see some dude just jerking it? Uh, No, but definitely dude. seen enough cock and balls to last me a lifetime. Wait, dude, uh, dude, he was, Robert had a um, jury. Didn't you have a jury duty thing where this dude was like jacking off? No. What, oh, it must have been someone I work with. Yeah, this dude was like, he was uh, jacking oh. off in front of the, um, on purpose. Who, I don't know if it was like at jail. jail for that. I don't know if it, was, it might have been at jail. I don't That's know where for it was. But yeah, he was he was jacking off in front of this lady and then she sued him or something. Oh, that sounds <laughs> horrible. Yeah. People are weird, dude. People get drugs inside of prison? Yeah, actually. How they, they get that uh, crap in? Do there? you have to like uh, do you have to do you they, have to, uh, do you have to, they insert it into their body cavity taking it out? Do you have to take it out? No, but how do they get it in there in the first place? They're it, coming it, Where's it coming uh, from? I guess in my who who who's bringing it to him? Girlfriends? No, you know what it is? It's people that get arrested. Because a lot of people nowadays, they know the system. They they will purposely get themselves arrested to get inside, and they will stuff, like, their anal cavity with all types of But you guys check all that. Yeah, we do. But do just you? because we check it doesn't do mean you? We, we can't physically, like, stick our hands in there. We can only look, you know? And but but why would somebody purposely get arrested? Why would purposely be so they could sneak drugs in there? <laughs> like I, there What w- the hell's the point of that? They make, they, because you sell it on you, the street. You could sell drugs for, you know, like what cost maybe like $20 on the street and you could 
you know, it would cost like five hundred. But in how jail. are you getting that money out of jail, dude? They, they, they get trust me. There's health. ways. They get they arrested probably for health arrange insurance. some kind of meeting outside for other people to go pay somebody, and once the transaction's complete. And then they can give like the drugs to the other person. I feel like I feel like with drones now, dude. I feel like uh, CMF. I feel like if I wanted to, I could go to Pina Dobe and go up in the hills and just freaking cruise and take a take a, a drone with a GoPro strapped to it and just drop like bricks of cocaine into dude, CMF that, if I wanted dude, to. Dude, that would cause. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, dude. that's actually been, that's actually kind of been cocaine. an issue that they've been people have been doing about. that. Well, I'm surprised they uh, wouldn't not, shoot nothing around here, not yet, anyways. But. That has happened to other jail facilities around where people are taking drones. And oh, but yeah, dude, like a cell phone. I, 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 I honestly, those because the, there's some of those drones that could go up like uh, three, four thousand feet. Yeah. And then I feel like I could just take one of those, hover over CMF and it. just just dump and just literally like crop dust the prison yard with cocaine and just get everybody lit and just be like, there you go. Go <laughs> back to your cell. You, uh, you know what, though? I, what I found kind of surprising is that those drones they don't stay in the air for that very long. Yeah, twenty minutes. The for the expensive ones. Yeah, like dude, some of those. Well, that's what I'm, I'm not talking about some the cheap ones. Some of those drones, dude, they're like really big. I want one of those. Those are so cool. Did you hear about the? Um, I don't know if it's like South Carolina, but the prison gar- prisoners took over the prison. Did you hear about that? Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a protest. Something like well, that. I, I I heard about. It. I haven't. I haven't really read anything about it yet. It's like I don't. I just don't get how that happens, dude. Like, it happens because they're just like. Well, you know that happened a lot in um, like the Black, the Black Panther. Well, the big one. Um, oh yeah. Oh my God. South America. And they murder everybody. Um, but there was that big one too over in uh, the UK, like in the seventies. Man, it's crazy, dude. Like they'll take over a prison and then just um, they'll have all the um, the prison guards, or whatever. And they're just. It's crazy how all these wacko um, criminals can all of a sudden become semi-organized yeah. and there's a leader you know yeah, so-called it's like, leaders it's like, and it's like all the rivals go away they're all a team yeah know? it's crazy it's crazy because like i feel like i feel like it it's interesting because i feel like what would happen if you all right so that's what happens when they were like okay we want better living conditions inside the prison so they they organize and then whatever <laughs> i wonder what would happen like uh how australia they used to have that island and you know australia used to be the prison you know yeah. it's just it was a prison. penal colony yeah what would happen if you took a bunch of just crazy ass <laughs> prisoners and you're like here's a bunch of resources uh do whatever you i wonder if like we went like 30 years from now if they'd have like an established government and i know right? buildings and houses All respectable and, like, yeah utility systems and I houses and, i could see that being something like uh, escape <laughs> from la type thing you remember that movie with uh no, was, who, was it kurt russell kurt russell Dude, I would love to. Man, I, I think about all the time, like uh, if they, if there was a community that existed on Earth where it was like, um, not. I don't want to. I don't want to be like medieval times where it's like you're living off of like by candlelight. But yeah, uh, yeah. but but it would be cool if you could kind of go and live off the grid to to the extent where there's like no cell phones, no computers, no internet, but you still have like you know dial up cell phones, blah blah blah, or I mean dial up uh, regular phones. Yeah. But like it, it, just dial back the technology just 10, 50, 20 years. Yeah. Like kind of go re, you know go back 20 years before the internet was huge. Read your newspapers. Yeah, like I I would love that, dude. I I think that that would be cool like whereas yeah, kind of s- stop time in the late 80s, early 90s and like live there for a while. I feel like I could do that and be kind of happy. I know it's like we were talking about this, but like it, even Robert probably knows it's like nowadays it's just there's so much information we consume oh and it's like it's it's just like we need to slow it down yep. because it's just it's too much you know it's yeah like it's literally an endless amount of information it's overwhelming and then and then now it's <laughs> like like you have the, the issue now where kids are so stupid and overwhelmed 
that they cannot tell. Like, it was some ridiculous statistic. I don't know exactly the number, but I'll make it up. But, you know, like three out of five college kids couldn't tell you if a news article was real or fake or some ridiculous thing. Like the, It's like that is insanity where you have kids who are going to college and their parents are paying thousands of dollars for tuition and they can't even tell if the news is fake or, or whatever. It's like, what the hell's going on? You well, know dude, I mean? it, like a lot of these, I don't know, a lot of these kids, man. Well, by the way, Robert is completely bored. And I should mention he has ADD. And it's nearly, yeah, wait, it it's hasn't, nearly it impossible. It hasn't been diagnosed, so we I have can't ne- for sure say. Well, what I will say is I've never seen Robert sit still for more than five minutes. And it is killing him having to sit here. It's killing him, which <laughs> makes me want to keep him here more. <laughs> you still remember that, do you? Huh? Dude, Robert cannot, can not. Dude, it's funny. Like he'll be in my still. room. He'll be going through my drawers, looking at the books, taking this out, taking that out. Yeah, I can't help it. I just, I like, I like to like move or do something. Well, it's like it's like my like Madeline. If Madeline was here, <coughs> like she she constantly has to touch anything. There could be a speck on the table, and she'll have to play with it. She can't sit, and like it, she has to move, and she's squirmy. And if you're like, oh, and she's say she's sitting in, sitting in her lap, and she wants to rotate right. Yeah. You're like, oh, you want to go right? Okay, let me just move you to the right. Then she instantly is like, "Well, I want to go left now." Like it's it's just constant movement. It's like it's like deep sea, like underwater life, where it's like the fish are just constantly moving. That's how Rob is. Rob is just constant movement. It's like I gotta move, I gotta move, I gotta. And even if it's not physical, it's it's mental. His brain is constantly moving. It's like a underwater. Dude, Robert probably has of, so many billion dollar ideas in his head that there's just us, so much he can't like. Give us a billion dollar idea right now, Rob. Spin. Just give us something. Just say, okay, I if I had. A million dollars to start a business. I would start this business. Go now. Go. Man, I I always thought about developing like an app. I think that would be so cool. Just you know, make it like a dollar, and if you get enough people to buy it, like you can create it from like the convenience of your own home. And well, sure, but what app would you make? What what's the what is the um, idea? What's the idea? What's the million dollar idea? What is it? Not too sure. I, I it, w- it would have to be something that everybody can use. It's maybe tough. Like, or maybe like a game or something like that. No, I, I I think stuff that's not games would make more money. What's a popular app that's out there that not not like the celebrity um hosted ones because those are just the celebrities. Headspace is a popular app. No, I think there's this one called Cash Me Out. What? That that's uh, that's super popular what is right it? now. I oh, know. that's I don't, a I don't dumb know if you heard girl. about that. Cash Me Outside. How about that? Yeah. So it's just, Cash it's, just, it's, just nothing. Ah, it's nothing. It's not it doesn't do anything. Nope. But do you guys remember like a while back when like that one hide guy Hide your kids, hide, hide your, your kids, wife, hide your wife. Oh, that was so funny. But you know what the People uh, be breaking into buildings, they're gonna rape your baby. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe did you guys ever hear about that that one guy who he was he had an interview and he apparently like <coughs> helped uh, this woman escaped like a uh, kidnapping. She had been kidnapped for like a couple of years and she tried to escape and he oh, heard yeah. it. But at the time he was like about to eat his McDonald's. So when he got interviewed by the, uh, by the local news channel, he was like, I was sitting down about to eat my Big Mac from McDonald's when I heard a scream. And after that, like, because of McDonald's, like they gave him like a lifetime card. Yeah. It was funny. That guy though, listening to him, uh, um, Oh man, I want to hold on. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna play that. I'll play was the that audio. The one that, like, like I mean, one or two years ago, that Mexican was holding those two girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that exactly. was crazy. It was like in Cleveland, right? Cleveland. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how people can. Um, I know it's crazy. Like the littlest thing, like the littlest mistake, and bam. Yeah. <coughs> hide your kids. Hide your the wife. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Oh yeah, here we go. This guy. This is pretty. This is so funny. I've been 
been here a year. Okay. You sure come up room? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You sure come up room? And you had no indication that there was anything going on? bro, not a clue that that girl w was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will because how he is, is I, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing exciting about him. Well, until today. <laughs> what, was, what was the reaction on the girls' faces? I can't imagine to see the sunlight to be Bro, around. People. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Thank you very much for your time. And either she homeless or she got problems. That's the only reason why she ran into a black man. Charles, thank, thank you for being there, man. Charles Ramsey, neighbor, heard the screaming, took action. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that crap's crazy. Anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. We're going to head out to this movie. Um, Anything else you want to say? Give me something. Tell me something funny real quick before we go. Give me a funny story. Something funny? Yeah, work hard. Work hard at this to think. Oh gosh, uh, put me on the spot. I don't Brian, know. what's a funny? Let's put Rob on the spot before we let him go. Let's embarrass him. What do we got? Anything funny? Is Brian taking a piss? He is taking a piss. All right, um, Brian, hurry up. I can edit this out. By the way, that's the that's the beauty of this. Like all half that video that I just played on YouTube, I'm gonna edit half of it out. I just snip, snip, snip. Hey, you like doing your podcast? Oh, I love it, dude. Yeah. Get a lot of downloads. This one's going to get this this one's going to get a lot a lot because let's wait, hold on. We're Wait, we're going to get on your thing. We're going to let we're going to get off here. Um Grab your mic. It's 510. I was just going to say we all right, get your mic. No, man, I was trying I wanted to stop at that. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. Wait. Trying to stop at that Bartolo? No. I think that they close at 5, dude. Cause he got robbed. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna get going here. I want to tell. I want. I want to put Rob on the spot because we know all a lot of dirt on Rob. What's something funny we could talk about? Think of something real good, dude. Real I, I, dude, I know stuff, but I don't want to. No, not like any. I'm trying. Or to what about that one time that you were talking about on the way up here when I drank so much I blacked out? Oh, and you had to carry me. Yeah, I still don't oh, right. I got it. Wait, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I right. like how you told me. Say that, and then I got like, something. But so, go. So. I like how you, you tell me after like ten years that I hit my head on the yeah. side of the bed. No one ever told me that. So okay, so it was. I don't know. No wonder my head hurts. Two thousand and I don't know seven, eight, maybe I don't know. Maybe one or two in the morning. I'm <clears throat> sleeping. Get a call from boss. He's like, "Help me! Help me! Robert is passed out." So I drive over to boss's house, maybe a couple minutes away. Get there. Robert's in his own truck, but he's in the passenger seat, just dead, basically. So we're like, crap, how do we get him out? Because Robert, me and Boss probably equaled Robert's weight, but Robert, you know, he was big. But so we tried to get him out. We got him out of the truck, and it took, it was hard. You know, we had one on each side trying to drag him in because when, when you're, like, dead weight, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Almost, it's almost impossible, yeah. you know? So we get, we get in the house. We get into his um, boss's room, and then we're like almost to the bed, almost to the bed, and uh, me or boss falls, and he Robert hits his head on the side of boss's bed. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't wake up. <laughs> so we're like crap. So we just leave, 
He's he's still alive. He's not hurt or nothing. He just hit his head, and we leave him on the ground to you know sleep mm-hmm. sleep out. I sleep remember. Out the rest of the I, night. I woke up at like three in the afternoon, and I didn't feel better until about eight o'clock at night. Like <laughs> that's when I started feeling better. It was like that time I was so drunk. And I was back at your house, oh like in your parents' God. house, and then I was like puking everywhere. Yep. And I kept trying to puke in the trash can, but it was going all over like yep. the floor and your like your bed dude, sheets. You, and <laughs> you took a piss in the grass on the neighbor's lawn. Oh, dude, I was so out of it. I think I remember you dragging me. Like, dude, whatever. The, the thing that pissed me off the most was we were at Michael's house. Everybody left you, Robert. Before abandoned. Dude, yeah, abandoned. Before we were having fun, dude. Peter was pulling me by my legs through the house. Yeah. And so then, yeah, and then Peter had some man, um, some alcohol that didn't mix. Yeah, and he was. That was a rough night. That was the worst I've ever. No, that was the second worst. No, I think one of the the scariest like things I had ever seen as far as drunk incidents was when me and Brian we came back from getting food or something like that. And this is when you guys first lived in the apartment over at uh, River Oaks. You remember that? I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but we came back and when we walked through the front door, we just see like the cushions from the couch on the floor there's <laughs> pillows things all over the the uh the floor the tv is still on turned on hella high then there was like a bottle of alcohol jack on daniels the, table. the jack daniels it was, it was almost empty yeah and then there was the 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 jack and coke mix and the first thing we we're just like what happened <laughs> like we, we were like oh yeah. man did peter have like some kind of incident yeah, that was a that was a rough night. I don't remember a lot about it. That was crazy. I do remember you telling me about that though. But yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. Yeah, Should have just like I'd never seen the apartment that messy. <laughs> usually, guys, usually you guys pretty keep it like pretty you Not know that clean. Apartment. It was dirty. I I mean the compared to like then. Yeah. Like when we saw it that day. Yeah, that I don't. Like re- I, I honestly don't remember anything about that night. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. That's pillows but, everywhere. But I do like, wanna... pillows everywhere. Like the floor is. <laughs> Covered in like I don't even know what it was. It was there was so much stuff on the floor. <laughs> well, well, let me finish off with one more uh, story, and then we're gonna go for real. So, uh, Brian and Rob aren't um, historically the most um, like they didn't. They did. You guys didn't really do the club scene very much. You guys didn't go out and do the. I mean, you, you guys would go out. And, Robert did a little more than me, but, but yeah, but that was really not my thing. I did it just because my friends wanted right. to. Right, and you, yeah. So in like two thousand. I want to say 10, maybe uh, ba- I was back living back at the old apartment. Um, so anyway, Natalie and I were home one night and just kind of hanging out and you and you, the both of you came to the apartment and you guys were like bright eyed, bushy tailed and you're all, and, and we're like, where are you guys? Natalie and I were like, where are you guys going? And you're like, we're going to the clubs in Sacramento. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I was like, this, you guys turning over a new leaf. I and mean, this is like a big deal. You guys are going to the clubs. This is uh, kind of cool. And you guys were in like dress clothes, like full on dress clothes, like like slacks, uh, long sleeve collared shirts, button up, dress shoes. I was like, dang. I was like, these dudes are really like, this is crazy. I've never seen Brian like this. Never really known Rob to do this. I was like, man, they're this is it. They're they're gonna they're gonna take that step. They're gonna go out. They're gonna immerse themselves in the nightlife and just see what happens. And uh, and anyways, they get ready and they're like, you know, they're they're telling each other, hey, wear this, do your hair like that. I'll frost your tips a little bit, <laughs> do this, all that stuff. And they're just so excited, and they head out. Lo and behold, that night, the one night that you guys decided to go I out ever, yep, yep. there was a fatal shooting like four people right night. next to Rob and Brian in the streets of Sacramento. And they came <laughs> home. 
looking like like literally like transparent just they're like translucent like there there was this I think whiter than white skin I could I could see like their organs operating they were absolutely terrified and I could just I could just I could sense I could read their minds they were just like this is what going out's like. I can never do this again. <laughs> I'll never forget. It's like the one time they went out and someone got shot dead was, at their feet. It was feet. like like four people got shot. Yeah. yeah. And there was a fatality. Yeah, there was. And it and it's like that's their one attempt. It, like that was the that was the attempt. That we, was it. We, the we, one we time. Didn't yeah, even that think. that totally just tainted all of it. We did. Like that was the first time my Brian actually came out. Yeah. That's like yeah, the dresser on the tie, the dress shoes. Yeah. We were ready to have a good time. We had gone to just one club and that happened. All, all I know, ran. all I remember Dude. is me and Brian were like, "Yes, okay." First of all, like it, we were walking towards this pizza parlor that I told Brian was hella good, <laughs> and as we were walking to, like, there was the shooting, and we just started running. That's like, everybody ran. That's like it, it sucks because it's like that's like that's like being a kid and being like, "Oh man, I can't wait till I grow up and have my, have sex for the first time." And then you go and you have sex for the first time and the chick busts some weird move and snaps your wiener or something like that and breaks and you go to the ER and it's just like a catastrophe and you're freaking terrified and you're like, "I'm never having <laughs> sex again. That's the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life." It's just like it couldn't happen on a worse night. And that was it. That was it. That was your experiment. Your, your experience. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Like, that's uh, what happens when we uh, go out. Yeah, someone got shot. So anyway, uh, thank you, Robert, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having um, me, guys. I can't believe you were actually um, awake for this thing. Um, all right. Robert was a good guest. We still have lots of more stories. Though. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. You know what it is? Is we gotta get you drunk. Like just maybe that drunk, that'd be a good idea. We do it on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, just hammer drunk, and then you get on here, and it's all all of a sudden it's like it's fun. <laughs> so anyway, um, thank you. So the episode. That you're gonna be on is the one with Conrad Thompson, dude. Conrad did me a massive awesome. favor. Yeah. So Peter, you left your sock. This is gonna do mega views, downloads, um, whatever. Is anyway, this, is this for your toe? Brian's holding up a little baby sock, literally. Anyway, um, thank you. Say goodbye, please. Bye guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Bye. Cool. Okay. That's gonna do it. Um, this episode of the BPPC podcast is over. Thank you so much for listening. If you're a new listener, thank you uh, doubly. This is one of the coolest things ever um, to be able to be do- doing this podcast. Uh, it's a time capsule. It's a snapshot of my life. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you again, Conrad. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, um, uh, Rob. Um, so again, uh, you can if you if seriously if you're in need of mortgage assistance, uh, firstfamilymortgage.com uh, or it's one uh, fmc.com. You can find them on Twitter with the same handle. Uh, also, be sure to follow Conrad Thompson, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Um, they're tearing it up. I'm sure you guys are already following them. Nobody's listening to this that isn't already following them. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the bppc.com, the bppc at Twitter or um, at whatever. Uh, same at Gmail, the BPPC. Send me yo shit. I want to know if you hate me, hate the podcast, love the podcast, got questions, etc. So thank you again and um, see you next time.